Tony and Helen asked if I could just share one or two things with you, um, either a blessing or a lesson. But I thought, well, why not do both? Um, I've entitled what I'm going to say today, New Life. But before um, I get into it, I just want to give you some idea of how I've come about this uh, message today. Well, just message, few words, really. Um, the blessing that I've had in 2021 is nature. And in particular, uh, the garden in our house. I've planted many things and harvested them and ate them. <laughs> now, I'm not a sort of gardener as such, but I was quite amazed that they grew <laughs> and that I was able to eat them. So I did it again <laughs> and again. And uh, come Christmas time, I had a break. But it's lovely, really, to see God's nature. And we've not only seen that, really, in our garden, but we've seen it when we've been on holiday. Um, not the last chorus, but I think it was the chorus before. There was um, a photograph, well, not so much a photograph, but like a print of uh, a waterfall. And when we were in Yorkshire a few months ago, we actually went to the highest waterfall in England, and it's actually in Yorkshire. I can tell you how to get to it, but you'll have to share it with muddy fields, sheep and cows. But we got there, and we walked to the top of this waterfall and sat down, and I said to Gwen, can you imagine that waterfall, being under that waterfall and experiencing that force of water on you and imagine that's God blessing you, putting blessing down on you. Now, we didn't get wet. We didn't go under the waterfall. We had a cup of coffee instead. <laughs> but we were amazed at the nature uh, around there. And what I want to speak to you about today is um, a plant that we've got at home. Now, the plant has some significance with Bethel Church because about four or five years ago, when you had the cake bakes, if you can remember back that long, um, we used to bring our grandchildren uh, to the cake bake, number one for cakes, and number two if they wanted anything else. And the one year they bought a plant dressed up as Father Christmas. It's what they call a succulent if you don't know what one of those is, then, you know, just look it up. Just Google it. Um, and that plant was that big. And it produced about nine other plants. And this is the new life bit, really. Now that's coming into effect because we were given one of those plants from our grandson. And it flourished. And it produced another plant. And we separated it, and we put it on one side. Then my wife got the original plant and decided to put that outside. And that was a disaster, because it died. First of all, it got covered by all the strawberries, so we moved it again. And then the second time we moved it, all the leaves come off it. But because it had got a root system, 
I decided one day to pick it up, repot it, and bring it back into the house. And a few days, well, not so much a few days, but a few weeks ago, I've got two new sprouts, new life. And that's a, one of the blessings that I learned. The lesson I learned is about new life. How does the world describe new life? Well, it goes a little bit something like this. He moved to another place, house, different part of the country. You move to another country. You change your career. Or you try to recover from something that's an unpleasant experience. Now, I'm sure we've all been in those sort of situations where we've moved, changed jobs, or maybe had an unpleasant experience. But how does the Bible describe new life? Well, in the last few days, we've been celebrating the birth of new life, the birth of Jesus Christ. God, in person, of a man, came to earth to bring us new life. When you understand the real meaning of his birth and his life and his death on the cross and ask for his forgiveness and repent your sins, then you have new life. The new life is shown in the way that we change from our sinful ways and start living for Jesus. I've put a few characteristics down of how our lives can be changed. Here are some of the characteristics of the new life in Jesus. Humility, obedience, kindness, honesty, forgiveness, and above all, loyalty. I just want to uh, leave you with a verse of scripture now, and then I'll hand over to Phil. And it's found in 2 Corinthians Chapter 5, verse 17, and it's taken from the Living Bible. This is a Bible that I've had for many years. It was given to me by my uncle. And it quite clearly says, when someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. He is not the same anymore. A new life has begun. Just like that plant has a new life now, we can also have a new life in Jesus and I'm sure if I could ask we've all been in this situation where we've had this new life would it be nice if in 2022 we could share that new life with someone because I'm sure someone knows here today that does not have that new life thank you um, so, just a, a bit of context, I suppose. So, I've not spoken at the front for probably about, I don't know, two, two and a half years, maybe three, um, in terms of speaking to you all. I've done a lot of singing, but not much speaking. Um, uh, and the context for that is I felt like I got to a point about two and a half, three years ago, where I felt like some of the stuff I was saying at the front was stuff that I wanted to bring rather than stuff that I felt led to. So, I felt that was a bit naughty. So that's why I've taken, I took a step back um, um, from doing that because I felt like 
I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. So when Helen asked me to, um, to speak today, um, there was part of me that had a bit of trepidation about it. Um, and, but I also said yes pretty much straight away, didn't I? So there was a bit of trepidation, but then straight away there was like a, a yes. Um, and so I just want to say that what I have to bring today is something that I, that I would like to bring. Hopefully it's God-led. Um, maybe there's a reason why I'm saying it. Um, and we'll go from there. But what I've got is, it's called learning things isn't that hard or scary. Maybe that's something easy for a 28-year-old to say. Um, I feel like I'm old, but I'm obviously not. Um, but in my head, I feel like through school and anything like that, I absolutely hated learning. Um, like I was thinking back on it, and I don't really know in secondary school if there was much that I enjoyed to learn. Um, being blunt, I don't think there is. I mean, could you correct me on that, Mum? Was there anything in particular that I was like amped up for? Not really. No, I remember having to get my arm twisted into learning the euphonium. I enjoyed playing it with the band and stuff like that. But actually learning it, that frustrated me. Maths, I, I always tried to sneak away with maths. I remember doing a, uh, um, not revising for a, what I thought was a mock exam, and it turned out to be the actual exam and getting a D. Um, and my dad was very unhappy with me. In fact, it might have been an E. I can't remember, it was bad. Um, but I just didn't have that, that desire to learn. But this last year, and I would probably throw 2020 into that, um, I've had a real appetite for learning. Um, and just the, the things that they have, they're not being uh, Christian things, they've been things like nutrition, weightlifting, dog training, and all things mortgages and housing market. Um, unfortunately, it's not come good because I haven't got a house. Um, so I'm a bit too particular about all that sort of stuff. But at least I've been learning, uh, so that's a plus. But... I've been um, spending a lot of time and a lot of effort, I suppose. It's probably quite easy during a pandemic to spend time and, and, and swat up on things. But I found that to get from a stage of complete ignorance to, I would say, intermediate knowledge, it's not that hard. It's quite easy. To master something is probably extremely difficult um, and is possibly beyond a lot of us initially, potentially. But... That stage from complete ignorance to intermediate, I think is easy. And I think that the thing that's on my heart is there's a lot of things in life that we maybe are putting off. A lot of things that we think, oh, I haven't got time to do that. Or it's going to be really difficult to learn that. Um, so I'm going to put that on hold or just keep on pushing the button of saying, nah, I'll, I'll save that another time. Like um, one, of the, one of the things for me is I've been debating maybe learning guitar I always make an excuse that my hands are too small, but I've got the same size hands as my mum and she did a pretty good job this morning of playing the guitar. So it's a pretty bad excuse, really. Um, but there's things like that that I'm always pushing pushing the button on because I think it's going to be too hard to do. Um, and the thing that's in my heart is that maybe those things, to get to a certain level, doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be, I don't know, the next Jimi Hendrix, is that right? Yeah, um, in terms of guitars, I could just be the next Phil Shelton that can play a couple of chords um, or something like that. I don't need to become a master of what I learn. And that's something that um, is reiterated in something on there. But um, yeah, I think the other thing that was on there is sometimes I think that it's never too early or too late to learn something. Um, obviously, in some circumstances, um, 
there might be some people in their uh, mid 80s that would like to learn how to do the trampoline and I would say maybe put that on hold um, <laughs> if you're not trampoline by the time you're 80 maybe maybe it's, it's safer to, to not but um, there's, there's a few things like that but for the most part I think that it's never too early or too late to try just go for it get to that intermediate stage or even that uh, I don't know beginner stage but rather than go from the ignorance of, of not knowing something that you would want to know um, just give it a go learn a little bit um, the world at the moment is an amazing amazing place now for knowledge it's all on your fingertips on your phone or on the internet or anything like that and if you haven't got access to that there's someone that can help you with that and get that to that stage and obviously I'm bringing all this and I've not really mentioned church at all in it at all but our church is in a very interesting position I think at the moment we're on a stage where because of lockdown and everything that's happened we've stripped back a lot of the things that we can do as a church um, and gone down to the the foundations which is the church service on a Sunday and obviously we've got um, uh, faith builders on a Tuesday um, but there might be some things that are on the hearts of people in this church things that they would like to do or things they would like to learn and things like that um, and one of the things that's been on my heart if I had to bring one myself is the concept of small groups that's been there for quite a while uh, it's ironic because I'm speaking at the frontier but the times that I felt most fed um, from uh, from church in a way is, is times where I've had conversations with people in, in a smaller environment rather than my attention span is very bad so um, uh, I, I always find myself drifting and going somewhere um, uh, if I'm sitting down for long periods listening to someone um, so shorter bite-sized bits where it's back and forth and I can ask a question if I've got one if I'm not fully uh, following something I think can be quite beneficial so the way that I learn, I think, would be through that. So that's something that I'm thinking of of trying to to put in place this year, if if we can do it. Um, but there might be some things, some, something else, something in. I don't know. It could just be a thing that you'd like to learn um, about the Bible in particular. I would just encourage you, once again, that it's never too early or too late to learn that thing, to find understanding about that. Um, and that can that can be in multiple ways. That could be through reading your Bible, through speaking to someone that you trust at church um, that you feel like would have the knowledge to go there. Um, or you never know, um, you might turn up on a Sunday, one of the days, and that thing that you wanted to have some knowledge about might be being spoken about. But there's multiple ways that you could find that out. And I'm sure there's multiple things outside of church um, that you could find out information about um, about the things in church that you would like to know. Um, I mean, I know, Mum, you use the uh, the Bible app as a as a resource. How many days was it in a row that Andy uh, saw that you'd you'd use that app? Something 530 like five hundred and thirty odd days of using that app and getting feeding from that app. Um, that like it's there's multiple ways that you can uh, and multiple resources to do that. So if I had to finish it on a little little tidbit, is it tidbit or titbit? I can't remember. <laughs> should learn that um <laughs> test yourself and what do you plan to learn this year to develop yourself because i don't think it's ever you're ever too late in the day or too early in the day to refine yourself and to figure out new things about yourself and learn new things about yourself um yeah that's my little my little bit